0: That is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham and we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boati as Christ is magnified in you. The third thing that you need, I'm sharing with you on how to receive the word for maximum impact, isn't it? And I'm sharing with you on how to receive the word. Seven things you need to do to receive the word. Number one is to receive the message. Is, that, is it difficult to receive the messenger? Just receive the messenger. This is the one who has the message. He's an angel from God to you. Receive the message from him. Number two, give him attention. Give the word of God attention because you can receive the, the servant of God and not give him attention. I showed you with matter, isn't it? Do you remember? Yeah. Number three, open your heart. Receive the word of God with an open heart. Ready for change. Number three, receive the word with an open heart. Ready for change. Hallelujah. Yeah. So receive the word of God with what? An open heart. Ready for change. So you can, be, you can receive the servant of God. Give him the attention that he requires. And not open your heart. Because the attention has to do with your heart. So, you, the, the major reason why the place for the word to be sown is your heart, not your mind or your eyes or your ears. You open your eyes and your ears and your mind so that access can be had to your heart. Okay? Because the, the, the essence of everything, Proverbs 4, verse 20, My son, attend to my words. Isn't it? Incline your ears to my sayings. Then it says, don't let them depart from your eyes, then he says, Keep them. The place to keep it. He didn't say, that, Don't let them depart from your heart. He says, Keep it in the midst of your heart. So, the place for storage, the place for the word to be sown is your heart. Not your, your ears or your eyes or your mind. It's your heart. No, uh-huh. So, you need to open your heart. Now, how do you open your heart? Is it a good thing to talk about? Open your heart. Tell her Open your heart. Ready for change. Ready. Ready for change. Ready for change. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So number one thing to do to open your, your, your heart. Okay. I'm showing you things that you should do to open your heart. Can I show it to you? Number one. Set aside pride. Set aside pride and malice with wickedness. First Peter chapter 2 verse 1. Pride. As the word is coming, you are talking in, inside you. Has it happened to you before? As the word is coming, you are talking inside you. Ah, this one, he preached last year. Why is he preaching it today too? Every time when this man comes and he's talking, he's always rebuking us. What is that? Ah, this message, I've heard it before. This message is not even for me. I wish Kojo Mensah was here to hear what this man was what's saying. It would have really helped him. More. So as the word is, you are having, that's a discussion you are talking about... My, so the word of God can be coming. Instead of receiving with meekness and with joy, okay, for it to change you, you are fighting it inside your heart. Why are you talking about, you? You talking about my matter? Why are you using my example? Hey. Who went to talk to the pastor about my matter? My hey. I preached a message. Someone did not come to church again. Because the person thought I was talking about her. And that her, 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 her leader had come to talk to me about her problems. Meanwhile, I, I don't even know what's... I, there's no contact. I don't know. We don't discuss you. You are not important like that. We don't discuss you like that. (laughs) If there's anything to discuss about you, it's how to establish you in the house of God. Not what are her problems. Hey, she's a bad girl. No, if we know your problems, it's so that we can help you. Pride. Pride. You see, there's a prideful look, prideful speech, and prideful prideful behavior. Yes. You can talk. You can be proud with your heart. You have a cool look, but your heart... It's proud. You are talking. Uh, why? Why is he taking so long? No, if it is important to you, don't you don't care about time, isn't it? I mean, you can watch a Nigerian movie for three hours, isn't it? Part one, part two, part three. Indian movie, Bahubali. You can watch series for binge watching. You can do binge watching for several hours. Yes, I was watching a cartoon recently. I've i watched it. Ah, it's so nice. I'm watching Korah. Legends of Korah. I mean... I'm saying because I also watch some. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. But when it comes to the word of God, me too, I can be on the word for six hours. Oh, those times, Reverend church could preach for four hours, five hours. Oh, normal. It's normal normal, that's it. If you are entering the meeting, that's it. Remember that you are not coming home. Oh, it's normal. Some years ago, when this church was just in one place, all of us were in one place, okay? The church we had didn't have, we had closed all the windows, darkened with curtains and everything, air conditioned the place with lights. So when you enter the church, it it looks like it's evening. And it doesn't change. So The sun can be going down, rising, doing everything, but the church is still the same same atmosphere. So when you enter, you can be there. Yeah, you can be in church from, let's say, 8.30 all the way to 6 p.m. I mean, we don't keep all the church members. The church members, you can go after 12. I mean, church members, not church members, all church members, some church members, after 12 it's like something is doing them. It's like church has to close at 12. Is it that's pride? (laughs) Serious, it's serious, it's true. I guess 12, so it's finished. So, after 12, all that is going on, you must close the church. You must stop God from talking. You must stop God from talking. (laughs) Receive grace to repent in Jesus' name. That is pride. Yes, pride right there. Your mouth starts increasing like Pinocchio's nose. When is 12? It comes this way. When is 12 30 it's like this? When is one is like this? When is one thirty is like this? Hey! Receive, grace. Receive grace. Yes. Let's read the amplified of this verse. This verse. First Peter chapter 2, verse 1. So be done with every trace of wickedness. Hmm? Wickedness. God is talking to you. Want to leave? It's wickedness depravity, malignity, and all deceit and insincerity, pretence, hypocrisy, grudges, envy, jealousy, and slander, and every evil speaking of every kind. That's what is coming. and speaking plenty. Bishop Doug used to talk about how people, the people he was preaching to were wondering why he was drinking water whilst he was preaching. So as he's preaching, when he sips the water, the water is going on in your heart. In why is he drinking? Why? What, who does he think he is? Who da- this, this was his assistant though. His main assistant with the people who were, some of the people who are in the church. As he's preaching, someone will come, a lady will come and come and pour the water for him. Like they couldn't understand why is the lady coming to come and pour the water for him? Why is he pacing the floor? Is it not proud, pride? He's preaching and he's moving, he's talking plenty, plenty, plenty. Pride, evil speaking, malice. Do you see? Yes. Some people can be here. They want to do as they are here. They want to do something wrong or something evil to the man. It's amazing. Wicked hearts. Jesus brought somebody from the dead. Lazarus from the dead. When the Pharisees heard it, the Pharisees were pastors. When they heard what he had done, they decided that this guy, we need to kill him. That was a result of the word that came. They answered it with evil and with wickedness. Receive grace to answer the word with with joy and meekness and gladness in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, look at the next verse. Verse 2. Like newborn babes, you should crave, test for, earnestly desire, the pure, unadulterated spiritual milk, that, that by it you may be nurtured and grow into complete, into, unto complete salvation. You see, that King James says, receive the word of God. Go, go to King James. As newborn babes, desire the system of the word, that you may grow thereby. Set aside all these things. So open your heart by setting aside pride insincerity. You see, as the word is coming, you are judging it. Why, why are they talking about it? Like, like you was saying, how, why are they talking about my matter. Eh? They said that um, you shouldn't lie or something. I mean, I, I, the word of God is coming. It's like the sun. It's, it, it does a lot of things. You use it for many things. So many things are being said. If you're not careful, you will be meeting it with all kinds of thoughts. And things. it means that your heart is not open to receive. You see? Second Timothy chapter 3 verse 16. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine. If you don't open your heart, you don't receive the doctrine that you're, you are supposed receive the teaching you are supposed to have concerning love, concerning faith, concerning righteousness, concerning holiness, concerning marriage. There are teachings concerning all of these things. You see, and the word of God brings you that teaching. There's teaching for your life. The word of God is a manual for our lives. It shows you how to function. So if you are going to be answering it, as it's coming, you are, oh, the last time I tried it, it didn't work. And the preacher said, when you're sick, place your hand on it and pray in the the name of Jesus and cast it out. Hmm, this thing. Is it even true? The last time I did it and nothing happened. You see, you are, you are that's evil, <laughs> an evil heart of unbelief. Hmm? I'll show it to you soon. An evil, an evil heart of unbelief. It's profitable for doctrine for reproof. So sometimes the word of God comes to reprove you. You understand reproof? You don't understand. Let's read amplified, maybe to, to help us. Yes, profitable for instruction, for reproof, and conviction of sin. Can you imagine? The word of God is also for conviction of sin. With proof and conviction, it convicts you that's. Mm. Someone was telling me that one day I said, Someone asked me a question, What is sex? What does it mean to have sex? Is it penetration that is sex? And I said, Oh. I said, when they, they asked me, I was standing here when they asked me, two girls, they asked me, young girls, 18 and 19, 17 and 18, something like that. What is sex? I said, Ah, what kind of a question is that? What do you mean? Expansiate like bubumuye? Explain further. Then they said, is it pen- is penetration? Is is it is that what sex is? I said it includes everything: kissing, fondling of breasts, all the things, fingering, hmm, blowjob, all those things. That you see, don't t- allow me. So as I was saying, so I gave this example. I said that you can enter the church. Eh? You can be at the gate, entrance of the church. And think that because you are not on the stage, you are not in the church. But the fact that you are at the entrance means that you are in the church. You just entered. You are, you are in the church. Is the entrance not part of the church? Is the stage the only part of the church? Also, all that is inside. Uh-huh. Sex is, starts from somewhere and concludes somewhere. You started. You didn't conclude. But you, you started when I said it. She says it, it pricked her because she didn't have a problem with having. I mean, let's kiss, let's fondle, let's do all. She didn't have a can do it with. All, I mean, whoever. Yeah. If you, if it comes to convict you and correct you, that this thing is not correct. Or you be married and someone else is kissing you in the office, and fondling your breasts and fingering you because there's no penetration. You say I have not had sex with anybody, even texts texting with someone with sexual whatever it's beginning of sex even if you don't know i'm telling you you are setting yourself up for for certain things yeah so cheating starts with those things you are texting hiding and texting send me a picture send me this one send me this one let me see your panties let me see this one these are secrets intimate intimate things that are not supposed to be discussed with certain people You see, because we don't understand most young people don't understand what i just said eh? they are doing all kinds of things Yes. There's a girl, there's one of our ladies in our church, one of our church. Hey, she could kiss anybody. Anybody could kiss. I mean, when she came to first year, by the end of first year, she had kissed and been fondled and had all kinds of things by at least 30 boys. Wow. At least. You are drinking people's saliva all over. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all over. You see, it's nasty. It's like, Mm-mm. that's it you are exchanging yeah. 30. 30 people yeah. are you okay yeah. they have not brushed their teeth yeah. and they are they're all over yes, 30 people yes, if she were here, she's, she's here but I don't know if she's in church right now I would have asked her to come and share her testimony for you talking no, okay, you different people's saliva yes by eight months 30 saliva has gone from because she she didn't understand so the word of God comes to come in it comes to convict you this particular thing it's not correct but if it's coming and then you are you are talking oh what is what you think is it Uh that's what you think Doctor, please, what are the sicknesses you can get by kissing? Are there any sexually transmitted diseases that comes by kissing? Okay. Yes, you can, you can have hepatitis. You can have hepatitis. Hepatitis does not come by, it comes by exchange of saliva. Yes. Proper exchange, not just, if, you are, if I'm using the same cup with you consistently, I can get it. If you have hepatitis, I can get it. If, I, if it's just one, whatever, you're do not doing. Do it. But if I'm kissing you, whatever, you have hepatitis, you are getting some. Is it a sexually transmitted disease? Yes. Yes. You kissed. It's not penetration. You kissed. They say it's sexually transmitted disease. Shame on you. <laughs> Even science has proved that it's sexually transmitted. When the word of God says you don't like, yes. you say it's my idea. Yes. Oh, it's your idea. It's the pastor's idea. So as, as I'm preaching, oh this one. <laughs> we have seen some. I mean, but they are just talking. I mean, yeah, yeah. Everybody, does. I mean, this is twenty first century. What are I talking about? Let us kiss and say good night. <laughs> good night. Unye <laughs> current. The pastor is not current at all. He's too a kick. You are not woke at all. You don't know what's going on. Take your wokeness and go and die. Wow. Praise the Lord. Questionings. Hmm. Thoughts arising in your heart. Jesus said, why do thoughts arise in your heart? So as he's preaching, you are an affront, pride, evil speaking, evil thinking, slander. All kinds of things coming. It's, it's, that's a sign that your heart is not open. But if there are no, like, even if thoughts arise, then you, you shut it down. No, 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 this is, we have to hear it. You shut it down. That means that change is going to come. But if you don't shut it down, change is not going to come. Receive grace to shut all thoughts down in Jesus' name. Yes. Look at James chapter one, verse twenty-one. Hallelujah. Wherefore lay apart all future. Let's read. Uh, let's read them. Um, what's it called? Amplified. It will be easier for all of us. So get rid of all uncleanness and the rampant outgrowth of wickedness. And in humble, gentle, modest spirits, receive and welcome the word which implanted and rooted in your hearts contains the power to save your souls. So power to save your souls is coming. He says, receive it with humility, not with pride. I know it. When they mentioned the title now, oh, this is from this book. Oh, this one, Pastor Chris preached something Because I've told you I listened to Pastor Chris. i told you i listened to Bishop Dad. i told you I've listened to this one. I'm, and you just so oh, oh, this one. There was a woman in a certain church. When the pastor is preaching, okay, she whispered to the one by her. She's, she's saying this because of, her, of his wife. Then when, when you say something, she's saying this, he's saying this because of what happened in his house two days ago. I was there when it happened. Yes. Ask the pastor is preaching yes and, and this is bishop that talking this bishop doctor he said there was this woman in his, his church as he's preaching, he "Oh, this one is from derek prince it's from this book from derek prince that's what pastor has been reading and so you see the word is coming she has received the servant of god she's paying attention to what she can't even tell what where the thing is coming from but her heart is closed by the things she's saying and thinking saying this because of this that happened over in last week is it because I mean someone? We were talking to someone, one of our, one of our pastors in our church yesterday. His pastor is talking to him in church. He's a he's a pastor too, but he's under another pastor. The branch pastor is talking, and as the branch pastor is preaching, he says that the branch pastor is talking about him. Do you understand? Because of something that happened, that is why this one is talking about it. So he can even play game while the pastor is preaching. Pastor, pastor in this our church. As he's talking, as his pastor is talking, he's playing game and betting. He can't even bet. Yeah. Oh, yes. also, Heart closed. It's being messed up over, over time. Because of something that happened. So an offense, something that happened can make you think that this person does not like me. So you end up not receiving the man of God. You end up not receiving giving attention. And you end up not opening your heart to what is being said. And you end up in a ditch. Oh, yes, receive grace. Yes. Do not say foolish things in your heart as the word is coming. Yes. Yeah. It happens me to all of us. I mean, thoughts arise. Yes. Thoughts arise. Sometimes a preacher, someone is preaching, someone you love. That's is preaching, and then, uh, why is he talking about this? Why is he? Yes. Yes. I was with somebody some time ago, and we're listening to a message. This is live. The preacher is preaching. We are sitting in front. The preacher is pacing the floor and saying something about women. Do you see? saying something about women. And then the person says that, I don't like the way he talks about women. see? I don't like the way he talks about women. You know, it almost prevented the person from hearing this man of God. But then she changed. The person changed. So now, it's, the man of God is his favorite, her favorite preacher. And that's not even here that he's talking, about. he's talking about women or whatever. Yes, Because of you can have a perception about something. So when, as soon as it is touched, hey, what is this? Why is this person addressing this? You have touched my my whatever. You have touched you have touched that thing. It can be about money. They are talking about tight. Why why are they talking about why why is it is the tight important one? You see, if you don't want to do it, you have <coughs> hey. when there's a fortress in your mind, a fortress in your yes, these are fortresses. Thoughts and imaginations are, It can be a fortress in your heart that always pushes the word of God away. Do you see? Uh huh. Yes. You know your character is not in proper shape. They are talking about good character, Charlie. Let it let it treat you. Let it correct you. That's what the word is for reproof, for for conviction and instruction in righteousness. That is how, that's the, that is the that is the nature of the word. The word is for that. It is for reproof. It is for correction. So when you are hearing the word, it's time for correction. It will correct you all over. It will be it's, it's pineapple type of message. It's worrying you. How do you say it in English? It's choking you. Receive it with meekness and with gladness. Decide that whatever he's, whatever he's saying, I will hear. Is it in the scriptures? If it's in the scriptures, I will receive it. If it's just his opinion, you see, because, listen, there's a doctrine of women in the Bible. Okay? Abraham's problems came because of a lesson. Women are not a problem. It is what they say that is not weighed in the Lord that becomes a problem. If they say it and you don't weigh it in the Lord, as a mind man, you are in trouble. If you don't weigh it in the scriptures, you are in, if you just take it hook, line, and sinker, you are in trouble. I told my wife, she, I told her, you are not my Holy Spirit. She understands. If she says something that is not in the Bible, it's not inspired by the Spirit, I'm not going to take it. She knows it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Abraham was told by his wife, go for Hagar. That is why we have all the problems we have around. Because Abraham listened to his wife without weighing it with the Lord. That is why Middle East is chaotic. One side is Hagar and, his, and her children. The other side is Sarah and her children. Isn't that the reason why all that? All those? Because of one advice. Ahab would not have become a murderer. Ahab would have been, he wouldn't have been a murderer. It's his wife who came to say, why are you sad? He said, oh, Naboth have refused to sell, sell his land to me. He said, are you a king and you are someone who's not? My friend, kill, kill him. Let's kill him. Do this and this and kill him and take the whatever. And he, he took the advice of the wife without measuring it with the Lord. That is how he became a murderer and lost all Ahab's all of Abraham, Ahab's descendants died. Everybody, not even one person, so everybody died. Yes. It's in the Bible. Do you see? Yes. So when your wife is talking, as a wife, remember that you need you need everybody needs it, but you also need you need the proper, proper, proper. So that every word you speak will be inspired by the Holy Spirit. Yes, there are a lot of things my wife has said that I do because it's inspired by the Holy Spirit. There are a lot of things I've read. There are a lot of books I've read because she's, she's inspired me to do it, to do it. There's a particular one she has pushed me to it. I'm coming to do it. And it's a very I know I'm supposed to do it. I felt I was not ready for it. He said, no, you are ready for it. Do it. So I'm going to do it because it's very powerful. It's very important to help all of us. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, don't just be there. You're just talking like something. When the Word of God is coming about it, then you do your face like, hey, what? What? I will say because we are women and what? No, Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. The scriptures have showed us that if you don't protect your mind as a woman, the devil can influence you easily. You are the easiest to be influenced. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He said that's what the Bible says. Your mind can be given over to devils. That's why it says the woman should have a, a calm mind. Yes, a calm mind. A husband should not make a, a wife the wife think too much. You are doing things that's making your wife think so much. No, you should do things that will make your, your wife not think. If you are going to work, she's not afraid that you are going to work. As you are going to work, she's thinking, "Hey, what if she sees a he sees a certain girl who is nicer than me? What if?" Don't don't create room for those things. Protect her mind by doing right, correct things. So don't close. It's closed. Open your heart. Humility. Humble yourself. Open your heart. Twenty-five. Humble yourself. Humble. Open your heart. When the thoughts arise, bring it into captivity of Christ. Yes, let it come down to the knowledge of Christ. Okay? Number two, and uh, receiving the word with an open heart, ready for change. Okay, I just spoke about set aside pride, malice, wickedness, etc., isn't it? Hmm. The next one is don't question the word. I've addressed that a little bit, but I want to show you examples of people who were questioning them. Like ask why this coming. Question. 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 Is it when you are not ready to if I'm talking and also talking? Eh? You will not hear. Is it all those who speak quickly after they have been given an instruction, they didn't they didn't hear it? You are not we're talking about somebody not long ago. Okay. And the person is is like, this is how the person is. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. So what's happening with you? Oh, this happened, I'm not doing too well. Oh, then use these scriptures, this, this, this. this. Oh, but I, I used it the last time and it didn't work. Okay, then use this one, but I used that one too and I, I didn't see any results. Okay, do, do this one too. No, no, I've tried it, but hmm, I don't know what's going on. I don't even know if anything is going to happen for me. I don't know what's... That's how she is. For several years that she was with us, now she's not with us anymore because she couldn't stay. Because nothing, his, the questions are too many. How can you be asking questions every time the word, ask the, ask the word is coming? Question, 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 question. No, it's this one I don't think. You don't think what? Open your heart and receive. Is it the word of God we are sharing with you? If you it is only those who listen to instructions that do well. If the instruction comes and you refute it with, oh. Questions, questioning john <laughs> john chapter 6 verse 35. look at this these scriptures okay i'm just going to read it it's a long read but i'll read it to you and you said unto them i am the bread of life so jesus is talking about bread of life i'm the bread of life he that cometh to me shall never hunger and he that believeth in me shall never thirst next verse but i said unto you that you also have seen me and believe not all the Father giveth me shall come to me. Beautiful message, isn't it? And him that cometh to me, I will know no cast out. For I came down from heaven, and to do my, not to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me. And this is the Father's will, which he has sent me with, which has sent me. That of all which I has, he has given me, I should lose nothing, but should raise it up at the last day. And this is the will of him that sent me, that everyone who sees the son and believeth on him may have everlasting life, and I'll raise him up at the last day. The Jews then murmured, "Ah, I'm preaching to you." The, he's met with the Jews then murmured at him because he said, "I'm the bread which come, came down from heaven." Next verse, and they said, "It's not this Jesus." You see the questions. It's not this Jesus. The son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know. How is it then that he said, I came down from heaven? Question. Beautiful message. I mean, if you, if you focus on what Jesus said there, you, your life, he says, I'm the bread of life. He that fo- eateth me shall never hunger and shall never thirst. Can you, can you imagine? Hunger and thirst is cured in life by having Jesus as the bread of life. Major thing. They answered and said, ah. Questions. You know, but this guy. This guy we don't know him. The the capita that we know this guy. That's why it's so difficult to receive from someone you've known for a very long time. Questions, a lot of questions will start coming. Look at So Jesus answers their question. Jesus therefore answered and said unto them, Memor not among yourselves. This is a classical example. Memor not among yourselves. No man can come to me except the father which has sent me, draw him, and I'll raise him up at the last day. Continue, please. And it is, as it is written in the prophets, and they shall be all taught of God. Every man therefore that has heard and has learned of the Father cometh to me. Not that any man has seen the Father, save he which is of God, he has seen the Father. Very, very, I say unto you, he that believeth on me has everlasting life. I am the bread of life. <laughs> Your fathers did eat manna in the wilderness and are dead. This is the bread which cometh down from heaven that a man may eat thereof and not die. I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give him, give my life, which I will give for the life of the world. The Jews therefore strove among us. This is the answer. So as he's talking, question. The Jews therefore strove among us, saying, how can this man give us his flesh to eat? I see. what I'm talking about? This is clearly a close heart. The guy is talking to you. Inspiration is coming. Deep things are coming. They say, ah. Well, how can you give us your flesh to eat? You have no. Then Jesus said unto them, Very, very I say unto you, except you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink of his blood, you have no life in you. Questions, many questions. On and on. You can read the whole thing, you'll be surprised. Okay, go down. Go down to verse 61. When Jesus knew in himself that disciples murmured at it, he said unto them, Does this offend you? Does this offend Is what I'm saying offending you? <laughs> Next verse. What and if you shall see the Son of Man ascend up where he was before? It is the spirit that quickeneth, the flesh profited nothing. The words that I speak unto you are spirit and their life. But there are some of you that believe not, for, for Jesus himself Jesus knew from the beginning unto who they were that believed not and who should betray him. And he said, Therefore said I unto you that no man can come unto me except it were given unto him of my Father. From that time, many of his disciples went back and walk no more with him yes then said jesus unto the talk will you also go away next verse then someone peter answered him lord to whom shall we go Thou hast the words of eternal life next verse and we believe and are sure that thou art the christ that christ the son of the living god that christ is talking questions are coming the questions are making them leave they left many questions many many questions i pray for grace for you to not ask foolish questions you know what I'm talking about? Yes, as the word is coming, you're asking questions. Hey, is he sure that this thing is true? Is he sure that that testimony is true? Is he not just saying something? Yes, receive grace to not do that. John chapter 8, verse 12. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light. There's another preacher, another message. I'm the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. The Pharisees therefore said unto him, so he's preaching and they are speaking. If their questions left their heart and came out of their mouth, the Pharisees therefore said unto him, Thou bearest record of thyself; the record is not true. <laughs> you are talking about yourself. You are, you are not true. You are not correct. Jesus has battle is a message. Jesus is preaching a message. As he's preaching a message, they are asking questions. Oh, may they go away. Clearly, your heart is not open. You are not ready. Don't ask foolish questions. Don't ask unnecessary necessary questions. Do you see? Hey, this thing that is saying we should do. Can we do it? Hmm. We we have tried out. We are unable to do it. Yes. And then you can even go to the extent of asking somebody, talking to somebody by you. <laughs> this man, he likes talking power. I've been talking for the last one and a half hours. He will not stop doesn't know that we have to go home. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> hey Clearly your heart is closed. That is why you should not. You see, when, when you, someone is sitting by you and is talking plenty, next time, don't sit, don't sit by the person again. Yes, tell the person to keep quiet. I went to preach somewhere. Very important message. Yo. This was two days ago. A very important message that their pastor has called me to come and come and preach. This is another church. As I was preaching, a husband and wife were sitting in front and they were just chatting. Whatever I said, they would just be chatting. Pharisees, eh? Go continue. Let's continue. Show it to us. The verse said unto him, Thou bear record of thyself, thy record is not true. Continue, next verse. It's a long read. Jesus answered and said unto them, Though I bear record of myself, yet my record is true, for I know whence I, c- I came and whither I go. But ye cannot tell whence I, c- I come whether, whence I come and whither I go. Continue. Ye judge after the flesh, I judge no man. And yet if I judge, my judgment is true, for I am not alone, but I and the Father that sent me. It's preaching. It is also written in your law that the testimony of two men is true continue i am the one that bear witness of my myself and the father that sent me bear witness of me next verse. then said they, then said they unto another question Spirit. then said they unto where is thy father hey. jesus answered you neither know my, me nor my father if you have known me you should have known my father also the west these were speeches in the treasury as he taught in the temple so he was teaching you. this was he was teaching as he's teaching they are so full of questions they just spell it out who, who, who is your father And no man laid hands on him, for his hour was not yet come. Next verse. Then said Jesus again unto them, I go my way, and you shall seek me, and shall die in your sins. Whether I go, you cannot come. Then said the Jews, will he kill himself? (laughs) Are you seeing it? It's an amazing thing. It's all the way to verse 59. You can read it for yourself later on. Will he kill himself? Because he said, whether I go, you cannot come. Questions. That's clearly a sign of a closed heart. Your heart is closed. You are not hearing anything. You are only hearing to criticize. You are only hearing to question. You are only hearing to refute. You are only hearing to gossip. You are only hearing to go and say something that was not said. Grace for you. To receive the word of God with humility and with an open heart. Number three. Number three is a very wild one. Don't harden your heart. Open your heart by not hardening your heart. So These are three different, different things. There's a third one. Eh, and the fourth one, don't harden your heart. John chapter 12, verse 37 to verse 40. John 12, 37 to 40. But though he had done so many miracles, a hardened heart is a heart that has seen God's hand, okay, but still does not believe. Someone who has heard testimonies and seen things. But when the word of God is coming, he still asks foolish questions and behaves as though the thing does not work. But though he had done so many miracles before them, yet they believed not on him. They had seen so many miracles, but they didn't believe. So that the saying of Isaiah the prophet might be fulfilled, which is spake. Lord, who has believed our report? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? Verse Verse 39. Therefore, they could not believe because, as Isaiah said again, he has blinded their eyes and hardened their hearts, that they should not see with their eyes, nor understand with their hearts, and be convicted that I should heal them. Hardened hearts. Jesus called it a, a heart that is wax gross, a fat heart. It's called a stupid heart. It is stupidity. You know what God can do. You know what God has done before. You know everything. When the word of God comes to you, you say... Tch. Uh-huh. This one, I don't know. We have said it. We have heard it. Hardened hat. Hardened heart. Pharaoh. Let me show you about Pharaoh. Pharaoh. Listen. The, the, if, you, if you type hardened hat in Exodus, you'll be shocked. Pharaoh, Pharaoh and his people, number one, people with hardened hearts. But Israel beats them. Israel beats Pharaoh and his people. Pharaoh had, listen no all their farms were eating farm produce were eaten by locusts and all those things the one that were left was destroyed by the hill that came okay then they had all their cows dying their water turned to blood what again frogs came Lice came chewing them boils hold on before firstborn so all uh, this is before firstborn all these things happened everything happened yet look at him national news all over the place things are happening problems this one this one this one this one this one and moses says that all these are happening because and he always says moses will come let my people go this one will happen he says oh go away then moses will do most everyone will do what he's supposed to do lies will come water will turn to blood yet they were using science to explain everything Oh, this one is because of whatever. There's even a movie on it. The 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 water turned to blood because crocodiles came into the river Nile and chewed all the fishes in there, and then the blood that was blood. There's a movie that the the new whatever Exodus. It's old. It's old. It's It's saying 2010. It's a very wrong something. They were trying to use news and all of that. But it shows you another aspect. Probably what Pharaoh was also thinking. Yes, See miracles, wild things. Yes, and the Lord said unto Moses, Pharaoh's heart is hardened. He refuses to let the people go. So I'll show him more. I'll show him more things. And he will show him more things. More things. Pharaoh's heart. Hard. He's seeing the thing. Clear. This, this is it. This is it. Oh, they should go away. I'll not let them go. Hey, that's a hardened heart. Refuse to have a hardened heart in Jesus' name. Say, refuse to have a hardened heart. Wow. Exodus chapter 9 verse 34. This is after several things had happened. And when Pharaoh saw that the rain and the hail and the thunders were ceased, when he saw that everything had ceased, he sinned yet more and hardened his heart, he and his servants. Next verse. And the heart of Pharaoh was hardened. Neither would he let the children of Israel go. As the Lord had spoken by Moses. The Lord is talking, oh, it's not true. You are seeing that the thing is getting worse and worse and worse. Yet, oh, this one. It's not, it's not because of anything. It's because of the weather change and the way the economy is not going well and everything. God is telling you, do this. You say, oh, eh, eh, do, if you don't do this, this won't happen. The, the thing is happening yet, you still can't change. I don't know if you see what I'm talking about. It's yes, clear signs. Clear signs that God is talking. What God is saying is true. It's happening in your life. Some things are not going well. God is tough fornicating. You are fornicating. You have had uh, syphilis first. You say, "Oh, this one is because I was not hard enough. I was not hard. I think I I I, I did I slack small. Hey! hey, what is wrong with you? You are a guy? Hey! When they when they catch you, when I say you are into doing all kinds of, and they catch you, and then you say, oh, "It's this one." Instead of letting that experience change you, you say that it's because I was not hard. I was not wild. You see, it's like I, I, I slack. That's why they caught me. This, this, the next time I'll do it well. Harden heart. Harden heart, heart. Your heart is soften in Jesus' name. I said, Your heart is soften in Jesus' name. Jesus. Hebrews chapter 3, verse 5. And Moses verily was faithful in all his house as a servant for a testimony of those things which were to be spoken after. Next verse, please. But Christ as a son over his own house, whose house are we, if we hold fast the confidence and the rejection of the hope firm unto the end. It's a long way, but it's very nice. Okay? I'll explain it to you. Wherefore, as the Holy Ghost said, today, if you will hear his voice, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts. As in the, the provocation, in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works 40 years, All the 40 years in the wilderness is called the day of provocation. They provoked God. 40 years of provocation. God got so angry at them. He said, you people have tempted me this 10 times. 10 times. What haven't you seen? You said you were hungry. I brought bread from heaven. You guys are eating manna. You said you wanted meat. I have brought quails all over. Eh? Do you understand? 60 cubits high. Man of God. 60 cubits high. I don't think people understand Have you seen the double axle that brings uh, stones to site? That one is 20 cubic. That one is 20 cubic for a container, a big container. It's 20 cubic. So multiply that by three. That is the height of the manna that will rain every morning. And the width was 2,500 cubits and more. So it could go miles and miles and miles and miles every morning, 18 meters a mountain of manna they are seeing it yet they can tell god we are we we are we don't have water is this god that is the god that took us out of egypt that he says he's taking us where look at all these things that are happening he brought us into the desert to come and come and die complaining whilst the word of god is coming that is a hardened heart you have seen testimonies many things god has taken care of you you say still fear fear i will not mind god yes that is called the day of provocation hard hearts. God called them stiff necked people. Their necks were so stiff that you can't turn it to the left or to the right. I mean, you can't. They are like this. This is what we are. We will not move. We are like this. Hey! God was shocked. That even Pharaoh. These people beat Pharaoh. They beat Pharaoh. Like their stiff neckedness and their hard heartedness beat Pharaoh. Unbelievable. I tell you. It was so mad that God decided that he would kill all of them in the desert. Nobody, because you don't believe, you are not going to. Because when they sent the spies to go and see the land of Canaan, they came back with fruits. What God said is true. All the things that God said about the land is true. It flows with milk and honey. All those things. But there are some giants on it and we're like grasshoppers before them and now own ice. So we can't go. All of the children of Israel started crying. The, every man went to his tent, the whole family. Uh, uh, uh look at God he has brought us here to come and kill us we are going back to Egypt to, 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 to Egypt which Egypt are you going to the Egypt has been destroyed Egypt lost their army lost their ones. they lost everything Yeah, they said they'll go back to Egypt we miss the garlic and the onions of Egypt this is this is complaints by people whose hearts are hardened God is doing things around but you say oh, if for nothing are you not breathing Would not you be appreciative to God because some things have not happened, you say you will not come to church again. Hardened heart. When they are bringing, oh, what? Well, every time you are coming to bring me, take your life. Eish. Receive grace to not have a hardened heart. Soft heart, malleable heart. You can just move and go. God can use cruise, cruise control. Yes. Yes. Go back to Hebrews. Hebrews, please. Hebrews chapter 3. Look at verse 9. Let's read from verse 9. He says, when your father tempted me, prove me and saw my works 40 years. Wherefore, I was greeted with that generation and said, they do always err in their hearts. A hardened heart, a hardened heart is an art, is a heart that is in error. They do always err in their heart. And they have not known my ways. They have not known my ways. Moses knew the ways of God. The children knew the acts of God. They will cry, hey, give us the and then God. Say, hey, give us this. But Moses knew. The plans and purposes of God. Next verse. You don't, you, as a Christian, you don't shout when you're going through something. You don't stop believing because you are going through something. Who has not gone through anything? Who has not gone through anything? Look at Bishop, he's lost his son, his firstborn son. Do you know what it means to lose a firstborn son? Do you know what it means to lose the first, your firstborn son? He has not said he does, he doesn't believe in God anymore. That is not whatever it's, it's because I see. God, I said, God, that this has happened to me. Reverend well, he should lost six children, six at once. Six. Believe God more. Those are soft, soft hearts. Yes, soft hearts. Your father dies, so you stop coming to church. Your brother dies, so you stop coming to church. It's a spin me Someone says something, a happy birthday note to somebody. My wife will tell you the happy birthday note. Please say it. I think it was a. I was just watching TV. I rarely watched the local TV. But I was watch. I was bathing the baby, and they were showing it. And it was the the person who whose birthday it was was a pastor. So the person who was sending the message said, "Happy birthday to you." They said, "I pray that God will will not leave you when you need Him the most." Did you hear it? Happy birthday. To you pastor i pray that god will not leave you when you need him the most is this a birthday message no. you see the person's thinking about god you'll be shocked at how many people have that thinking if you put your trust in god he will just disappoint you when you need him the most so let's just live our lives they are all christians though they are. All, this is a christian hardened heart because of life experiences some things that he has seen something so what you make a conclusion about god so God, he has to be very careful. May I hear mean, that kind of nonsense. Your mouth, you meet him very soon. Receive grace, do not speak foolishly. Yes, he says, I swear, so I swear in my wrath, they shall not enter into my rest. All hardened hearts will not enter into God's rest. Nah. Next verse. Take heed, brethren. So he says, these are the, the words that people do. So you be careful. Take heed, lest there be any of you, be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief. A hardened heart is a heart that is in unbelief evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living god as the years are going by his departing you are departing from the living god. instead of becoming closer to him no matter what is going on whether rich or poor whatever we still believe god job said though he slay me yet will i trust him yes what and so what hallelujah, hallelujah. oh yes oh, yeah. oh yes oh, yeah. this happened and so what and so what, and so what? I still believe him anyway. Yeah. I still flow with him anyway. I'm going anyway. Yeah. Yes. This has happened and so what? My father is not feeling well. I was believing with the Lord. My father, father died. Listen, let's continue believing. We are not stopping. Yeah. What do you think? Don't let that be, make your heart become so hard. That boy left you so it's finished. Yeah. Because you had dreams. You had had dreams of how your wedding would be with him. And how your first kiss was going to be. You would kiss him and lift your leg like this. Yeah. And all oh, didn't come like he has left you. Yeah. Oh Lord, why me? Yeah. Why me? Why me? Oh, why me? Why me, Lord? Why me? Why me, Lord? Why me? Why me? Why me? Why me? Hey! Yeah. Why not you? Yeah. Why not you? Yeah. Though he's me, yet, will I trust him? Yeah. I don't care what is happening. Yes. If he doesn't deliver me, I'm still inside. That was what the, the four Hebrew boys said. Yes. Soft hearts. We are with the Lord. Nothing changes it. We like what he does. Whether it's good or bad. We don't care. We know that all good is from him. Yeah. The, he's the father of from in whom there's no viableness. There's no wickedness in him. It's the devil who's the hawk that takes people away. Your brother was taken away by the, by the devil. My father was taken away by the devil. Hmm? I have a child that was also taken away. I lost a child some time ago. It's also taken away by the devil. It's not God. God is good. totally good. Yeah. I'll keep trusting him no matter what. No matter what happens. Yeah. My heart will always, will always be soft. Job never cursed God no matter what happened. Yes. it's your life a small thing. Many miracles. So they have seen plenty of things. Yet they don't believe. It's an evil heart of unbelief. God said, listen. Take it, breath. lest there be any of you an evil heart of unbelief. In departing from the living God. Continue. But exhort one another daily. While it is called today. Lest any of you be hardened to the deceitfulness of sin. It's another message. Let's go on. For we are, we are made partakers of Christ. If we hold the beginning of our confidence, steadfast unto the end. We are made partakers of Christ. If we hold, hold the beginning of our confidence, your faith in the Lord should be held. Don't give up. Steadfast unto the end. Yes, the day you are living this earth, you should be in proper alignment with the Lord. Not angry with the Lord because of something that he didn't do or did, did do. What, that's what you think. You think he didn't do it. Maybe he did it. You didn't see it. Well, let's say today if you hear his voice, harden not your hearts as in the provocation. Next verse. For some, when they had heard, did provoke. They provoked God when they heard. That's an, a hardened heart. As you are hearing, you are provo- provo- provoking God. Oh. We have heard uh, We are tired. It's been four years since I joined the church. Nothing good has happened to me. Someone said that to me. Yes, nothing good has happened to me. Oh, yeah, someone said that to me. I've joined this church for four years. Nothing good has happened to me. If only you were paying attention, something would have happened to you. I told the person that you can leave if nothing good has happened. At least you are alive. At least you are alive. Yes. How be it, not all that came out of Egypt by Moses, not everybody who did that, but some of them did. But with whom was he grieved 40 years? With whom was he grieved for 40 years? Was it not with them that has sinned? Whose carcasses fell in the wilderness? Even those who sin, they their carcasses fell in the wilderness. And to whom swear he that they should not enter into his rest, but to them that believe not. So we see that they could not enter in because of unbelief. Unbelief is an, is, is what makes you harden your heart. Look at all the good things the Lord has done for you. Remember your yester years. May I remember where I've come from? I'm like David i hang my shepherd boy clothes in my palace in my throne room so i can always remember where i have come from where the lord has taken me from i remember where i'm coming from oh yes oh yes i remember clearly maybe you don't remember receive grace to remember where you have come from receive grace to remember where the lord has taken you from So that you will not be into dissatisfaction and covetousness. You see, you are not satisfied with God. Entering covetousness. Looking at someone's own, what the person has and thinking that you don't have anything. God has has blessed you. Thank him for what he has blessed you with. Yes. Because something good has happened to you over the years. Something good has happened to you. Yes. At least you have grown taller. Because you could have been as short as you were when you were tall and be there like that you have grown taller you must be grateful and thankful instead of provoking god with criticisms yes and complaints why didn't he do this one too that was israel why he has given us meat ah, he should have given us uh, uh, more he should have given us this one yes when he gave them manna uh, they said we want meat when he gave them meat, he said we want more meat can the lord do this in the wilderness we want water if you don't give us water we are not whatever it's shouting plenty Moses got so angry, he they ended up tempting him to, to do the wrong thing. What they didn't how, how how come we are following the Lord that we are suffering like this? Hardened heart, hardened heart, heart, talking foolishly. Oh Mother Godava, receive grace, receive grace to follow the Lord wherever he goes, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes. He says, they are they. These are they who have followed the Lord, whithersoever he went. Follow the Lamb, whithersoever he went. Receive grace. Receive grace. Pray for grace to open your heart. Pray for grace to pay attention to the word. Receive grace from the Lord right now. Receive grace from the Lord right now to go the way God wants you to go in the name of the Lord Jesus. Mando she labai Mando she labai Mazagadaba. Mazagadaba. Mazaga daba Mazaga daba Mazaga daba Mazagola daba Menzo gedebe ragadaba Grace Grace to have a soft heart towards God. Grace to go where God wants me to go. Grace to have the word of God ha- working in my heart. I receive grace to not question God's word. I receive grace to not complain while the word of God is coming. I receive grace to not meet the word of God, the pride. I receive grace to receive the word of God with humility. With humility. With humility. With, humility. with patience. With patience. Madagaya. Valogada. Edada. Any thoughts that will in my heart to make me Shall link the word of God is sank down in Jesus' mighty name. I pray, Lord, that the happiness around my life will not make me harden my heart towards you. We receive grace to have a soft heart all the time. 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 Your word will work in our hearts. Your word will work in our hearts. We'll believe you anyway. We'll believe you anyway. In the name of the Lord Jesus. No matter what is happening. No matter what is going on. We love you anyway. We believe you anyway. No matter the sickness. No matter the problem. No matter the challenge around, we know that your word is working in us. Therefore, we believe in you in any way. We believe in you anyway. Ah, lagadaba. You have done great things for us. We will not look at what you have, what has not happened, and criticize you and complain about you. No, we will never do that. Grace to continue. Grace to continue. Grace to go where God wants us to go. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Mando logo shagadai. Mando logo Còn